This conference will now be recorded. So hello everybody and welcome to this Royal Aeronautical Society podcast. Um, my name is Nick Davis and I'm the Education, Skills and Diversity Manager here at the Society. Um, and I'm joined by a couple of colleagues from uh, BAE Systems who are going to be uh, with us today on this podcast. Um, they're currently on apprenticeships. So welcome to Christopher and Jay. Hello. Hi. Hello. Uh, hello. Uh, I'm Christopher Cook. Um, I'm a second year craft apprentice at BA Systems uh, Air Sector. Um, my background is um, 27. I come from a, a previous career in retail and I wanted to make the jump into engineering and um, have not been disappointed one bit at BA Systems. I can tell you that. Good. Good. Thanks, Christopher. Jay? Hi, I'm Jay. I'm, I'm 20 years old. I'm also a second year craft apprentice at BA Systems. I started um, engineering in 2017 when I left school and then started my apprenticeship at BA Systems uh, a year ago, uh, roughly this month in February 2021. 20, um, so now I'm just doing my craft apprenticeship and I should be finishing in a couple of years. I'm enjoying it so far. Brilliant, brilliant. Thank you both. Well, it's really, really a pleasure to be able to welcome you to this this podcast. So us at the Society, we always celebrate National Apprenticeship Week. Um, and last year we did our first uh, podcast for National Apprenticeship Week. Um, so this is now sort of the second year that we're, we're uh, running a podcast. So hopefully you'll see a series coming out um, over the next week or so for uh, whilst we celebrate the week itself. Um, I'm also joined by my colleague, uh, Ricky, um, who is going to be supporting the podcast as well. So hello, Ricky. Hello. <laughs> so um, we've just got um, sort of a few questions for you guys. And, you know, we really hope that this podcast will be able to support um, young people and young professionals who are perhaps in school or college um, or perhaps um, anywhere else studying who aren't too sure about the route that they need to take um, in terms of get, getting into aerospace or aviation. Um, and as we know, the apprenticeship route is, is growing and expanding in the UK. There's a lot of aerospace companies in this country that offer all sorts of different types of apprenticeships. But this podcast, we're really going to be focusing on um, sort of craft apprenticeships and um, the engineering side. So, um, we are just going to sort of kick off really with a, a bit of information about what you guys do on your um, apprenticeships and, and really sort of what inspired you to get into aerospace. So Christopher, if I can start with you, um, I just want to know what your inspiration was, um, sort of first of all, to, to get into to aerospace. You said you started off sort of in retail, um, but um, really just wanted to know what first inspired you to, to come and work for um, BAE, but also aerospace. Well, it's it's for me, it's a number of things um, like anything, but um, one of the main reasons was um, I've always had a love of aircraft and specifically military aircraft. Um, and there's only really one place to, to go if you're interested in working on aircraft, and that's BA Systems. But aside from that is the, the career aspects going into engineering. Um, I've always been fascinated about how things are built and how they work um, from like a technical perspective. I enjoyed like... Um, uh, like science at school and engineering at school. So it was like a continuation of that, really. Um, that's sort of my main, main motivation. Um, and what sort of 
what would you say, what would you advise perhaps somebody in, you know, maybe doing their GCSEs at the moment? What subjects would you would you sort of um, concentrate on? What what subjects did you need to sort of get, get to where you are now? Well, I always, I think, um, anything engineering, um, but anything in life in general, STEM, um, science, technology, engineering, mathematics, that's what you want to be focusing on. Um, yeah. Just do your best. Pretty much any subject, just do your best in. Um, but those uh, technical subjects are probably the main, most important things about going into an, an engineering apprenticeship at VA Systems. That's why I would advise people to. And over to you, Jay. What, what would you, what, where, what sort of first inspired you to, to get into aerospace? So what inspired me was really I didn't have a clue what engineering was and what it entailed and all the different kinds of engineering. Um, so I actually did in year 11, I did a Monday night course, three hours. Um, and it was, I think it was about roughly 12 weeks long. Um, and it was just all different types of engineering just introducing me. Because my high school at the time didn't have any engineering subjects. It literally just had um, DT, which was just woodwork at the time as well. So I just yeah. wanted to know a bit more about it. And then I got really interested it, in it. And then I started uh, um, just like researching a bit more. And then obviously at the end of high school, I was uh, going to interviews at different places. I just found out a lot more about it. But uh, I've always been quite fascinated with aircrafts and also a lot more now with the future of aircrafts and aerospace. Mm -hmm. um, and and so that's what I really want to like, the, the future of it now. Yeah, yeah. Brilliant. Thanks both. So um, what sort of first made you choose to sort of go down the apprenticeship route? Was it purely sort of your own research? Was it advice you, you got perhaps from teachers, careers advice or um you know really just sort of how you discovered um all the different types of sort of apprenticeships but also the, the apprenticeships that you found at BAE um I think for me I feel like I am a lot more of a hands-on learner mm. I, I did love my science and maths in school but then I thought I, I do like my hands-on learning I, I like to be very like visual very visual learner and so I thought apprenticeship would be the best path for me um, yeah. And I think it has been. Uh, I, I still obviously went to college and did my uh, HNC uh, one um, one day a week and stuff like that. Um, but it's also the experience and the like the confidence it gives you. Um, and yeah, basically, I think that for me. Yeah. And sorry, Christopher. Yeah, go on. Oh yeah, for me, um, it was. A combination of things but I think um, a major selling point of any apprenticeship is is you're working you're learning and you're earning all at the same time I mean you can't really say that about anything else um, you, you get paid to, to to learn and get the best education but you're learning hands-on at the same time like um, within like a year of starting at BAE systems you are on the shop floor producing aircraft I mean there's not really anywhere in the world you can say that um, yeah. If you wanted to go and do a degree, you could spend, you know, many years uh, studying for a degree, but you haven't built any aircraft. Um, that, that's the thing. Uh, that, that, that's the, the major selling point for me about the apprenticeship. Yeah, yeah. And did you, when you guys were sort of looking for your apprenticeships, when you were sort of starting to to apply, um, did you 
did you apply to sort of lots and lots of different employers before um, BAE systems? Um, and say if you, I say it'd be quite useful to know for probably some of our listeners about, you know, did you find the sort of recruitment process sort of quite scary or was it something that you found um, quite interesting? Um, and sort of what experiences you, you gained from sort of that, that recruitment and, and interview process? I can start with that. Um, yeah. yeah, the 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 application process. Um, looking back on it now, um, it, it is extensive. It's quite extensive. But um, and to, when you're first starting out, it almost seems insurmountable because um, there's lots of you know lots thousands of people want these apprenticeships. But uh, what I can say is, just don't believe in yourself. Don't rule yourself out. Um, just at every stage of the application just give it your best and you, you'll surprise yourself i did and uh i'm not the only one brilliant and um, jay how did you find sort of the process when you were going for sort of your interviews and sort of applying for all the um applying for your apprenticeships yes yeah, so i actually went to quite a lot of interviews i applied at loads of different places and i found as time went over like at the start, I was dreading going to the interviews. I was nervous. I didn't know what to say. Because I'd just left high school and I was 16 years old, I didn't really know a lot about engineering. And that's kind of what I wanted out of the apprenticeship, to learn more about it. Um, but I just found I got a lot more confident um, throughout the whole process of going to the different interviews. And I actually started to enjoy it as well. Um, but it's definitely, yeah boosting my confidence yeah. going to a lot of different interviews yeah. and a, a lot of the interviews at all different places they can be very extensive but um it's just getting you ready um for it yeah. and it is is well worth it yeah I, I think that's key isn't it if you go to an interview it's good to take it as practice and learn from them um yeah definitely build your confidence quite a lot yeah yeah and so you you that's you You'll, you'll both sort of be more confident now sort of, you know, in, in your future careers, you know, if you, if you decide to move on or move into sort of another role or even another sector, obviously, I hope you both stay in aerospace, but, you know, who knows, but for your futures, um, you know, you'll be even more confident, you know, with those next sort of interview processes and things like that. So, yeah, um, 100%. Yeah. yeah, speaking about the application process, uh, something that I'd like to get across is um, mm. don't, get disheartened if you know if you're not mm -hmm. successful first time round. I wasn't the first successful first time round. Um but I asked for feedback and then I, I looked at how I could improve and yeah. I changed things and did things differently and I got was successful the second time round. So it it, it um you've got to look at use your perspective um after you've done a an application, you know, just don't get disheartened. Just always just look to the positives and and uh, react to whatever changes you need to do. Yeah, yeah. And I think that asking for feedback is really, really important. I don't think from from our experience, I don't think many people even sort of realise that they they can actually ask for feedback once they've once they've gone to to an interview. Um, but I think asking for feedback is important because you don't necessarily know that you would have done something wrong. Um, so. Um, yeah, no, thanks for that, guys. Thanks for that. Um, and I mean, sorry, just to sort of keep on this point for a second. But did you, how did you sort of prepare to get the most out of your interviews? Did you get sort of any help from 
maybe school or um, maybe friends or family to help prepare for interviews? How did you, or you know, maybe you spoke to perhaps a careers advisor um, to try and get you set for, for interviews and really make sure you're sort of nailing that interview sort of technique. Did, did you get any, any, or how did you prepare for those? Um, I think for me, when I remember uh, when I was 16 doing I think I asked, um, say, like my mum and dad's friends that were like, say, HR professionals or um, people in engineering already for years, just to kind of get a, a gist and, and like um, knowledge of what engineering is now and how to um, how to be in an interview and how to come across and stuff like that. And, but at the end of the day, I think a lot of the time when you are so young and if you are coming from secondary school and you don't have a background of engineering, a lot of the time they just want to know that you're interested and that you you are going to give it um, your all and you're going to try a lot of the time. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, regarding uh, preparation for the interview, um, my advice is um, research the company. Uh, research, um, know your apprenticeship, what you're getting in, into, um, but most importantly, know yourself, know how to sell yourself. Um, when you go, we've all got, we've all achieved things in life, but sometimes it's difficult in the moment to sort of regurgitate and explain that to somebody you've never met before. And so, just, um, I think a, a good way to to practice is perhaps you know uh, with you know a mum, your mum or dad or you know, like doing mock interviews, because it, it's pretty hard sort of um, in the moment um, being able to sell yourself. But um, that's what I would advise. Just know yourself and know um, things you can talk about, because uh, that's most of the interview is about you. It's mm. it's less to do with your knowledge yeah. of the company. That's what yeah. I would say. Yeah, no, I, th I think you're both absolutely right. I, I think it's it's quite difficult to do an interview, and I think we're all guilty of it, my, myself included, that, you know, you, you don't, necessarily know your value or even you know your self-worth to, to that particular employer and it's really important that you do sort of talk about yourself you big yourself up even if you think it might even yourself you might think it could be not not relevant and maybe not important but it could be to, to that to that employer um, so you know it's just taking that sort of step back and actually think well actually you know I have got a lot to, to talk about um, so yeah thanks thanks for that both so Moving on now to talk a bit about your actual sort of apprenticeships and I think it would be really nice to know sort of what a typical day looks like on, on your apprenticeships for our listeners. Certainly I, I can start with that. Um, yeah. Basically um, for the craft scheme there's multiple schemes I'm on the craft. Um, the craft yeah. scheme uh, you do one year at um, in, if you're in the air sector you do it at the Academy for Skills and Knowledge at Salisbury. Uh, we abbreviate it as ASK and that's all about uh, get creating a, a foundation of skills and behaviours necessary for going into the business um, and doing engineering. Um, all subsequent years after um, the first year is done on six four-month placements uh, within the business in your trade area. So that's the big difference uh, about craft is we have trades like, for example, I'm specialising as a machinist, um, but there are other um, trades like electricians, fitters, maintenance people and they all do their respective placements within the business and basically um, these placements consist of just uh, four months uh, shadowing um, uh, a skilled worker and learning from them and uh, performing work um, for the business so you are contributing on your second year of the 
play, uh, second year of the apprenticeship, you are really contributing to the business, um, really. That and also you do um, BSEX uh, to support uh, your practical work that you do. Brilliant. Thanks for that, Christopher. So, Jay, I don't know if you've got sort of anything to add in terms of what, what your typical day looks like. Yes, so my typical day at the moment on my placement now, I'm working on the Typhoon Eurofighter um, project and I just make um, a lot of like small parts. Basically, I'm in a machine workshop, but I'm on a bushing section, which is fitting. So I am a fitter um, and I'm just um, making parts like engine access panel frames, parts for retractable ladders, um, pedals for the steering, like rudder pedals, uh, lots of like little interesting things like that but i also have done uh, i've worked on the f35 project as well in my last placement and, and that was really interesting it's getting all just experience in different kinds of uh, aircraft really at the moment yeah which i'm really enjoying and I'm, I'm i do learn a lot every single day and all about the business as well i just cool. learn a lot cool. what what a bit of a curveball question but what um what would you say your favorite aircraft is jay um well, I'm not sure. I think <laughs> I I really am I really am enjoying the work at the moment on uh, the Typhoon because there's a lot of fitting skills that I'm learning and uh, improving on. So yeah, I'd probably say the Typhoon at the moment, yeah. Yeah, brilliant. No, it's very cool. And what and Christopher, same question, what what would you say your favorite aircraft is? Of all time. Oh. Yeah, of all time. <laughs> Let's go with all time. Yeah. All time. Hmm, that's a tricky one. Probably the English Electric Lightning, I think, yeah. the yeah. Mac 2 British jet uh, yeah. built at Sanctuary. That, that's sort of my favourite. Um, yeah. I probably Typhoon for the favourites that we currently build. Um, yeah. But yeah, yeah, English Electric Lightning all the way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very cool. <laughs> cool. So can you, just wondering if you could tell the listeners sort of a bit more about maybe what your apprenticeship entails in terms of maybe sort of the structure. So. For example, maybe sort of how much time you sort of spend actually um, sort of in the workplace and also maybe sort of going to, to, to college and what kind of qualifications you study alongside the, your apprenticeships? Certainly, yeah. Um, <clears throat> basically, um, you study, to, for your first year, you study to a level two um, qualification, which is roughly equivalent to a GCSE. Um, and there's a there's a knowledge aspect to this qualification. There's also a, a skills aspect to it. And basically, you just do um, uh, tasks that uh, practical tasks that contribute uh, towards getting the, the qualification. You also do um, a level two BTEC to support that, uh, which has like engineering, maths, and science associated with it. Going into the subsequent years, I'll end up uh, be studying towards the level three qualification, which is roughly a, a, an A level equivalent. Um, yeah. And it's much along the much the same line. It's a level three competence qualification um, where you're the practical what you do, uh, you're recording it and you're doing write ups about the practical what you do to uh, to accumulate evidence. But you also do a BTEC, a level three uh, BTEC um, uh, alongside that. And that is um, along lines of it depends on your special specialization, but uh, you're doing engineering, maths, and science again. Um, along that um, and then towards the end of the apprenticeship um, uh, mo a lot of people go on to do HNCs um, that sort of thing but 
but pretty much the apprenticeship is about four years long. Um, yeah. And what would you say? Um, so again, sort of question for for both you guys really is. Um, what would you say are sort of the top skills required to sort of succeed um, in your, your your apprenticeship? Um, skills. I'm actually not sure. I think you've got to just really try and um, just show. Firstly, I just think show you're interested and actually try and take everything in. And yeah, yeah I'm not sure actually. I think uh, it's it's a very broad. Lots and lots of skills are required. I think some of the main ones is um, determination. You've got to believe in yourself. Um, you've got to just get stuck in. That's uh, you know, just don't don't try to be shy or anything. Just go in, smile at everybody. You know, um, just get to know people and just just the only the only place to start is the start. So you've just got to. Uh, you know, when you go on the sh shop floor, you just got to say, where do you want me and just get, go from there. Um, organization, time management, definitely, I think is, is an important thing as well. Um, cause you, you do get, uh, working and learning at the same time. Some can, sometimes it's, uh, you can get quite a bit of work, um, uh, load. So you've got to manage that. Um, that's really, anybody can do it. Just if you, if you just put your mind to it, you can do it. Yeah, definitely. And would, what would you say sort of is your biggest achievement to date whilst you've been um, sort of whilst you're on your apprenticeships? So Jay, I don't know if you want to start with, start, with, start with you or Chris, go on, yeah. Uh, biggest achievement, all sorts. Yeah. Um, I've had amazing opportunities um, mm -hmm. despite the effects of COVID. Um, yeah. Like last year, I, I was I had I went on the uh, represented the company on BBC Breakfast. I did an interview, and uh, that was pretty nerve wracking. I can tell you that. But yeah. <laughs> and there was a, there was a part of me that said I didn't want to do it. But the reason why I've come to BA Systems is to to grow and learn and go for these types of opportunities. So I, I, I felt really good after I've done that. But uh, yeah, I remember I was really nervous. So that that was a good achievement. But really, everything uh, the first year. Uh, going through because it's it's hard at first you know when you first start out you go in like for me I'm specializing machinist I've never touched a like a lathe or a milling machine before mm. um, and there was just so much to learn um, and you think you're never going to hack it you know I remember my first day properly on the on the machines and I didn't know what I was doing but you you learn you listen you make notes and suddenly you, you can use them it's fine and I think yeah I think uh, it's what you're doing at the moment that's my yeah. sense of achievement by like what I'm doing now in the business and that's my yeah. biggest sense of achievement mm. and Jay what what would you say your biggest achievement is to, to date um I think I think definitely what Chris said uh opportunities always say yes because you you're always going to come come back feeling amazing from them and more confident I think mine would so I started in February and then I, I did an Apprentice Week uh, video, like a bit like this uh, last yeah. year, and then off that I got asked to do another event, and I ended up meeting the Prime Minister in Wharton, yeah. Um, yeah. because I think it was something to do with the aerospace bill, and he was coming to see the Tempest as well, the concept. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I got a chance to uh, have a sit down and, and speak with him for ten minutes, which was um, 
well amazing to be honest uh yeah. and it was yeah. just a really good opportunity which uh i'm i'm really glad i didn't turn down at the time yeah yeah good so would you have you faced sort of any challenges and if if so sort of how did you sort of over, overcome those challenges like it can be one challenge or maybe a couple of challenges that, that you faced uh, um challenges um i think a, for me adapting to the practical learning um yeah. aspect because that is something that i hadn't really had before um normally like when i was at school or college I was in a classroom, whereas um, when you're obviously doing a, like a craft apprenticeship, you are in a classroom, but most of the time you are, um, like for me, I was on the machines um, f trying to uh, emulate what my tutor was showing me. And that was quite hard. Um, I've developed some, like take lots of notes, I always have a notepad and pen. That's something that I've, I've got with me right now, but I highly advise it to anybody starting a craft apprenticeship. Notepad and pen is a must, because there's just so much, uh, so much information coming at you you can't possibly remember it so you've got to put it down um yeah i think i think adapting to the learning style was my yeah. main challenge i think yeah i think as well with um going on to placement and going different placements and working in different sections i think it's working with the different people and how um the fitters or machinists like want to teach you and how they how different ones teach you and taking it in i don't think it's much of a, a challenge as such but i think it's good to like adapt to how each of them work and like getting as much knowledge as you can off them you can have to shift sometimes and stuff like that but, yeah yeah brilliant thanks guys so what would you what are sort of your plans for um for the future are, are, are you looking to um sort of uh, carry on or move into maybe an, a, another different part of the business are you looking to maybe do some further qualifications or are you looking to maybe go start your um sort of professional registration and maybe becoming chartered for example um as an engineer you know just just interested to sort of hear what your next next plans are um i think for me i've already done my hnc uh, which was a two-year thing after my btec level three so i so I'm, i've kind of had a year out now so i do think i want to um finish and go on to do my hnd which would be good to do and then after that i think i do want to stay in fitting and have the experience going around um ba systems on all yeah. the different uh, uh aircrafts i just want to get um get more knowledge because i think you can always learn a lot going around all yeah. different places there's so much to learn here um and then i'm um i think maybe yeah uh, try and go a tiny bit higher or just try and work my way up at, at some point but i do want the knowledge first yeah of course yeah and the yeah. experience mm. yeah that's a, a similar uh, idea to to my plan i think uh, for me i'm going to just um continue working and just uh, get um every opportunity that comes my way um certainly like in terms of like qualifications i'd very much like to go for hnc and then from there hnd if if they say you want to go for a degree and yeah i'll do that um yeah. can't say no to that um yeah. i would i would like to go around uh, get experience in different areas um different aircraft projects um just uh, just gain as much experience as i can in the time that i have 
that's probably the best that, that's my plan and just yeah. just do good work that's that's all my core goal is just do good work that's it yeah yeah brilliant thanks guy and do you feel that you know covid19 has you know sort of caused a, a threat to to the industry or an opportunity but you know because obviously it's been a really tough couple of years but for a lot of a lot of people and you know aerospace and aviation you know it, it's been um sort of subject to, to you know it hasn't been immune essentially to the um problems that covid has caused and so i was just really interested to, to know and i'm sure our listeners will be interested in into sort of your insights in terms of what you think the past two years has sort of um you know whether that has provided a uh, an opportunity for apprenticeships in the sector, or, or do you still think it might be a, a bit of a threat? Yeah, the COVID situation. Oh, sorry, Jay. No, it's fine. You go. Well, the the COVID situation, yeah, it's it's, it's obviously affected everybody. Um, from my perspective, as an apprentice, because I came in during the COVID pandemic, as they, I was the part of the recruit recruitment during the actual pandemic so um, from what I've seen the, the company has um, done very very well at uh, adapting in making sure that it, everything is uh, safe to work um, and also that business continues um, uh, but I think obviously the pandemic has affected the wider aerospace industry negatively but mm. um, I think the, from a viewpoint of BA systems I think we're, we're, we've done We've done all right so far, and we'll, we'll try to continue that. Brilliant, Jay. I don't know if you've got sort of anything to to add on the sort of situation over the past couple of years and how it sort of affected you. Yeah. So personally, um, COVID did affect my career in engineering, as I was at uh, another company and was made redundant in July 2020. Um, I was on furlough from. March or whenever it started, um, and then I actually started at BA Systems. They took me on in February 2021, so a year ago now. Um, and they actually took a lot on a lot of apprentices, uh, and not even just apprentices. I think qualified fitters, and and they, they did take a lot on it. They've actually continued to grow, and I think they are now still taking on record numbers of apprentices still. Yeah, so yeah. I I don't think it's actually much of a threat to the industry anymore, and it are actually still growing. Um, but I am very thankful for VA Systems for taking me on, as yeah. that training could have easily gone to waste. That I started, in, I did yeah. start in 2017, and that training could have gone to waste. And I'm thankful it hasn't. Yeah. And yeah. I'm actually going further now. So, yeah, yeah. No, well, well done to you on on that, Jay. And yeah, I'm really pleased that you were able to find an, another another opportunity. I think, yeah, it, it's been strange over the past couple of years. There's been certain parts of the sector that have been quite dramatically affected but then there's been other other parts of the sector which say like BAE systems that, that tend to sort of focus on um, defense aerospace that, that haven't been as as sort of dramatically dramatically affected so leading sort of on on from that and really it's sort of our, our sort of wrap-up and final question really is you know what advice would you give to somebody who who wants to do uh, an apprenticeship in aerospace so if I could start with with um, Chris on that in a word, just go for it. Just yeah. uh, give it everything you've got. Uh, believe in yourself. Um, put maximum effort into the application. Uh, don't dis 
get disheartened if you're unsuccessful the first or the second or the third time. Um, you know, you can you, it, if it's what you want to do, um, then go and do it. Um, I can't I, I'll, I cannot uh, say a bad word about my experience so far. I love it. I absolutely, I genuinely love it. Love coming to work, which is which is what you, we 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 should all aim to do, um, preferably, you know, in life. Uh, just get a job that you really love, and that's it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely sound advice there, Chris. Thanks. Any advice from you, Jay? Yeah, I think the same as Chris. I think just try your best, put your all into it, and then if not, just keep trying and keep trying because you will, you will improve. And um, with any apprenticeship, I think just take any opportunity for training, knowledge, anything. I think getting to know everybody and just being yourself and making connections, I think that goes a long way as well because it shows a lot about you and you, your willingness to learn and adapt. Um, but yeah. Yeah. No, thanks thanks for that, Jay. And, and, and thank you, Chris, as well. So that sort of brings brings this conversation to a close, really. But um, I don't know if you guys just want want to sort of add anything else before um, before we depart. Um, just all I can say is just um, just go for it. You know, yeah. if it's what you want to do, um, go for it. Um, just give it your best best shot. Um, try to another thing to help in the application is try to have something. Although it's not essential, but try to have some practical example of why if you like interest in engineering have an example of um of your pursuit of that so for example me prior to the apprenticeship i was i was just started studying a hnc in um, in engineering and i think that might have helped a little bit with the application um but it doesn't have to be things like that but cool that's just any final thoughts jay um i think not really just showing that you you're willing to learn and and when, when say if you wanted to come here that there is so many different paths and there, there isn't really a wrong path to go down um here you can kind of change what you're doing slightly and you can actually like drastically change what you're doing here there's so many career paths and i think it's a really good option That's great. Well, th thank you both very much indeed for, for sort of sharing your your insights into your apprenticeships. That's really, really valuable and valuable sort of knowledge that we're going to share during National Apprenticeship Week. And hopefully any sort of young people watching now who are thinking, oh, I'm not sure what to do. I'm really interested in aircraft, but, you know, I, I don't know sort of where to go. I don't know whether to um, carry on with with um, with college or, or or start an apprenticeship or go to university. So hopefully we we would have sort of solved some uh, dilemmas that I'm sure are going on at the moment in a lot of young people's minds. So just want to say thank you both very much indeed. Um, and from the Royal Aeronautical Society point of view, just uh, I want to um, share some information with everybody. We do have uh, our very own careers advice service at the Society that is completely free. So you're welcome to just email us at uh, careers at aerosociety.com. Um, with any questions at all relating to your career with, within the aerospace and aviation sectors. So whether you want some advice on an apprenticeship or a university degree, or you're just interested in, in the industry uh, as a whole and you're not sure um, where to go, whether that's entry routes into the sector or just 
purely the, the different types of roles that, that, that you can do in this sort of massive sector um, that we've got um, here in the UK and all over the world. So um, just to sort of pass on uh, my thanks uh, to, to Chris and Jay as well, and of course to, to BAE Systems. Um, and yeah, thank you both very much indeed. And um, we will um, be um, sharing this podcast sort of widely during the course of National Apprenticeship Week. So thank you both indeed again and, and um, take care. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.